You're listening to the Sweetwater Now News Show. Local news when you need it, how you need it. And now, today's hosts, Dave Aaronbell, Gary Collins, and Stephanie Thompson. Welcome to the latest edition of the Local 307 News Podcast. Brought to you by Sonic Drive-In in Rock Springs. Service at the speed of sound. That's Sonic Drive-In at 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. I'm Dave Arambella, along with my colleagues Gary Collins and Stephanie Thompson. And of course, the big news uh, over the last few weeks has been the COVID-19 coronavirus epidemic. And uh, all the things that have been happening over this past couple of weeks has, have been uh, pretty incredible. Uh, there, Of course, we have seen now three COVID-19 positive patients in Sweetwater County. Um, and uh, Gary, you can kind of elaborate a little bit more on some of those numbers. Yeah, Dave, uh, Seawater County Healthcare Agencies were notified on Monday, March 30th by a private medical laboratory that, that an adult male in his 20s, um, Baron Grunever, tested positive for COVID-19. Um, that patient, he's in good condition and self-isolating at home. And then on April 1st, uh, healthcare agencies were notified by the Wyoming Department of Health that a male child um, in Green River was also uh, tested positive for COVID-19. Um, according to um, Dr. Station, our Sweetwater County Health Officer, uh, the patient remains in good condition and, and is continuing uh, to self-isolate at home. In fact, um, Sweetwater County's first patient, uh, that male in his 40s, is in good condition. Uh, quarantine ended March 27th. Uh, he's fully recovered and he's actually returned to work. So um, his close contacts will still be uh, quarantined until April 10th. So um, Dave uh, and Stephanie, uh, Dr. Station did say uh, the community can expect increases in COVID-19, which I think we all expected. Um, she says, this is the tip of the iceberg. Um, it's out there in numbers that can double every two to three days. Uh, this is the time for all of us to collectively act to stop the spread. So um, again, I don't think that's anything um, new to us. We've been hearing that. And so um, the same precautions are important to just, you know, keep that social distancing up. And uh, we want to make sure we can um, handle that here as much as we can, because uh, let's be honest, we don't want, uh, we don't want things to actually get worse um, by extending these closures. Yeah, absolutely. And being here in Wyoming, of course, in the wide open spaces, it's a little bit easier to social distance, but just, you know, again, follow all of those uh, recommendations. And if we can ride it out, sounds like for a couple of, a couple more weeks, maybe about a month or so, um, peaking maybe somewhere uh, at the beginning of May, uh, we'll all get this, get through this together and, and we should be, we should be okay. Hopefully fingers crossed. In other COVID-19 related news, uh, the Sweetwater County Sheriff's Office, they now have the capability to manufacture respiratory PPEs uh, thanks to a template created by a Montana neurosurgeon. That uh, doctor is Rusty Richardson. And then a dentist, uh, Dr. Spencer Zog, and his son Colton also assisted in creating that template. The Sheriff's Office, they'll be using its uh, recently acquired Raise 3D Pro 2 3D printer to produce uh, much needed N95 masks. And while they're not quite yet certified by the National Institute of Occupational Safety and Health or the Food and Drug Administration, research does suggest that these masks offer an equivalent and reasonable alternative to the now scarce uh, N95 masks. And the, uh, the mask costs about $2.50 a piece to print, so it's not too expensive. And they'll, be, um, and they'll enable uh, emergency first responders here in Sweetwater County 
to safely do their jobs, even if proper PPE is unavailable. And uh, the, the th- cool thing about these uh, this template and these masks is that they're even reusable when properly sanitized between uses. So that's some good news coming out of uh, some of the, the the bad news that we've heard over the, la- the last week. And uh, $2.50 a mask, that's not too bad. It's pretty inexpensive. You know, we actually, um, the owner of the of that that, well, the manufacturer of Ray's 3, uh, 3D printer um, emailed me yesterday and just said he loved um, the coverage and um, he had seen our news article and he um, just had a few questions and they actually wanted to use um, our article um, in some of their, um, you know, marketing stuff because they just loved the story. And so uh, that was nice to hear, hear from them yesterday. They're out in California. Um, on a state level, um, Governor Mark Gordon, um, you know, he continues to make changes to try and stop the spread of COVID-19. Um, well, Governor Gordon decided against that shelter-in-place order. He, um, however, urged Wyomingites to be smart, stay home, and stay vigilant. Um, and in fact, um, when he compared it to the Teton County actual order to stay home, he said, "Don't." He says, "There's no difference." You know, he says, um, "He's not. His is not an order, but really, this is what we need to do." Um, Governor Gordon also said um, every person in Wyoming will be impacted by the virus from those who battle the illness themselves uh, to those who are trying to stop the spread by closing businesses and schools, uh, changing the way services are provided, um, and in most extreme cases, locking down communities. And then again, let's not forget about our uh, frontline uh, healthcare providers who are, um, you know, working hard, harder and harder each day. So uh, Governor Gordon extended the orders on social distancing and closures until April 17th. Nationally, we've heard of the date April 30th. Mm-hmm. We have not heard that here in Wyoming. Um, those orders are, uh, you know, closing those public places like schools, uh, restaurants, bars, um, prohibiting gatherings of 10 or more in a single room or a confined space, uh, coffee shops, some of those personal service businesses like um, hair salons and um, and spas. So uh, food establishments, though, they can still um, continue to provide takeout, curbside and delivery, which um, you know, for some of us that, you know, I can tell you myself, uh, I, uh, I'm happy that they're still able to provide that. We have a lot of great restaurants out there, um, still trying to get out there and support all of them. And we actually have that list, right. Dave. Um, on our site. I don't know if you want to speak. To that. Yeah, well, you know, we want to invite any restaurant that's uh, interested to be part of our Sweetwater Strong uh, challenge. And basically, we're inviting anybody out there who's uh, been to restaurants to uh, make a copy of their of their receipt, and then they have an opportunity to win some really great gift certificates to some local restaurants that are already participating. So we invite you to go to uh, to our website and check that out. Again, it's the Sweetwater Strong uh, challenge uh, and gift card challenge rather and uh it's been really really nice we've had a lot of great participation gary and uh like i said we're inviting anybody that wants to participate to to just give us a shout well governor gordon he's been incredibly busy of course uh doing a couple of weekly covid19 press conferences but uh we can't forget that right about on the heels of this was the end of the wyoming legislature and governor gordon has been busy signing a lot of bills stephanie so maybe you can tell us a bit a bit about that sure i mean business still must go on even though um, we're in a pandemic. So Governor Mark Gordon had recently signed House Bill 44. It's better known as the Mountain Daylight Time Preservation Bill, which would require the state of Wyoming to observe year-round mountain daylight time. However, in order for this to occur, Wyoming has to implement 
the year-round daylight savings time, um, but they have to do a couple of things first, and they're going to be relying on other help to get it done. The United States Congress must enact legislation authorizing the state to observe daylight saving time year-round, and no fewer than four western states must pass legislation to place all or a portion of those states on year-round daylight time, regardless of the time zone. This bill would go into effect um, the first Sunday of November if these requirements happen. So some of the western states that need to join Wyoming and to change this time would be Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. So Wyoming can get a few more states on board. We might be looking at a different time. Possibly, yeah. yeah. And uh, other COVID-19 news, Genesis Alkali, they stepped up its measures uh, in fighting the spread of uh, the uh, pandemic and the coronavirus. While the company continues to implement social distancing, it recently suspended its busing service and will soon require temperature checks for those entering the plant to ensure its employees are safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, according to Dave Kaplan, the uh, communications director out there at Genesis Alkali, he said, quote, the safety and well-being of our employees employees and their families is our number one priority. Kaplan did also add that it's important to keep the 950 employees informed on the various Centers for Disease Control measures and making sure they're getting access to the latest information. So, uh, you know, all of the mines out there in the power plant, they're taking the necessary steps to make sure that their employees are safe and uh, and they're doing the right things to get them uh, to, to to check them when they come into the plant with the temperature uh, checks and things like that. So uh, everybody, again, doing their part to make sure everybody stays as safe as possible. Let's take a quick break to hear from today's sponsor. Today's Local 307 News Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sonic Drive-In. Sonic wants to remind everyone during these unpredictable times that they're offering delivery service from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's really simple. Just call 307-362-1960. That's 307-362-1960. And order your favorite Sonic menu items today. They'll bring it right to your doorstep. And if you're in need of a breath of fresh air and want to get out of the house, well, Sonic's drive-thru is open as well. Delivery and takeout service at the speed of sound. That's your local Sonic drive-in, located at 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. So guys, let's talk about some news that isn't COVID-19 related. Um, I know uh, we've shared a lot of great stories um, on the website and also on social. And one of them that stands out to me was um, up there in Pinedale, uh, first responders saved, uh, the, the, it looked like to be a golden retriever up there from Fremont Lake. And so um, according to the reporting party, the dog had been in the water for about 30 minutes and um, was uh, about 40 yards offshore holding onto the edge of the ice. So um, Deputy Morgan up there approached the dog with caution, was able to crawl across the ice, um, then able to successfully pull the dog um, out of the water. And so um, the, there was actually a video of that rescue. Um, you can watch it there on Sweetwater now. Um, you know, as any of us that own pets, we could imagine the, the feeling uh, and the emotions there uh, when our when our buddy was saved because, you know, they're just like a, a big mm-hmm. part of our family. So I thought that was a great uh, story. Another story um, that we had, we want to congratulate 
um, the Green River Wolves, they have a new um, head football coach over there. And so uh, the Green River Wolves have hired um, coach uh, Kevin Cuthbertson. And so, you know, congratulations to the Wolves and we hope to see some great things happening over there. Um, another story that I thought uh, I pulled out, and this is a little bit related to the current pandemic, but I just loved um, the story of the families communicating with their um, family members through the glass over at um, Castle Rock um, over in Green River. And so, um, you know, to keep those residents safe, of course, um, they're allowing no contact, but um, a lot of great uh, photos of them talking to their families through the class. Mm -hmm. And I just really thought that was a heartfelt message. And, um, you know, a lot of people enjoyed reading that it looked like so. I know that there's a lot of um, churches, too, around the county um, that are doing virtual masses and virtual services. Uh, and I know that's a difficult time, especially when you're used to congregating with people you you know in your parish um, on Sundays. And it's tough when you have to social distance and you can't see those people. But they there are many that are uh, that are doing that online. Um, and so if you, I think if you just go search your particular church, you should be able to find uh, the services that they're offering that way. Well, as we move forward into the next week, there's going to be uh, regularly scheduled uh, meetings of the Rock Springs and Green River City Councils. Uh, They're scheduled to meet at their regularly uh, scheduled times on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. The Sweetwater County Commissioners are scheduled to meet on Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. as well. And the meeting will not be accessible at the county courthouse, but rather it will be uh, held using video conferencing technology. And that's going to pretty much wrap it up for this week's edition of the Local 307 News Podcast. We do want to remind you that if uh, you're looking to keep up to date on all the coronavirus news, you can go to Sweetwater Now. Uh, forward slash coronavirus, sweetwaternow.com forward slash coronavirus. And uh, we're, we're keeping um, all of that news up to date as quickly as we possibly can. And then uh, our own Braden Flack is doing a wonderful job with the local 307 News Podcast daily coronavirus update. Usually we get updated information from the Wyoming Department of Health around 5 o'clock, and Braden's been cutting that in the evening. So if you're looking for day-to-day updates uh, in a podcast format, make sure that you tune into Braden's podcast daily in the evenings. And again, we want to thank Sonic Drive-In for sponsoring today's podcast. Sonic is located at 97 Gateway Boulevard in uh, Rock Springs, and they're now offering uh, drive-through takeout and delivery. So make sure that you call them uh, and you can order anything off the menu any time of the day. So uh, thanks to them again for sponsoring our podcast. And for Gary and Stephanie, I'm Dave Varenbell signing off. We'll talk to you next week. If you'd like to be a part of the Local 307 Podcast Network, contact us through Sweetwater Now.